What's up, guys? It's Captain Cook. Welcome back to Spicy Memories, the podcast where we talk about food and life and stuff. I'm sitting down with a very, very old friend of mine, uh, somebody who not only is, uh, she's not the only repeat guest, but she was my first, I don't know if she even knows this, my first actual guest on the show, the first human being that I had. And it was back in the day when I recorded in person and I made, uh, I made poke that we had and we talked about a bunch of shit and fitness and SpongeBob and it was just like, it was a rainy day in October. It was a grand old time. I miss that shit. But uh, I'm here with Miss Coach Jessica Lopez. She is a fitness trainer at UFC. She is an artist, a uh, reggae and nice weather enthusiast, a home cook who also does incredible meal prep and makes some incredible tacos. Um, and yeah, I mean, you were my first guest on the show. And I'm That's awesome. so <laughs> fucking happy that I could have you back. Um, but, you know, I gave you a, a shortened intro, but uh, give people a little intro, who you are, what you do, and uh, then we'll, we'll start having some fun. All right. So I am a New York City-based uh, personal trainer. Uh, I was a fitness enthusiast for many, many, many years. I uh, started back when I was 19, so I was like, God, almost 12 years ago. Um, like literally after high school, I wanted to drop all this weight because um, I wanted to do a, a televised beauty pageant. And I did. I lost all the weight, but I was, you know, very unhealthy about it. You know, I was just doing that typical crash dieting of like a 1200 calorie uh, max for the day. I was like overdoing it on cardio, no carbs, no sugar, no salt. I was like super obsessive about it. And obviously it was very short lived. I gained a bunch of weight back, like literally within the year of losing it and uh, was subsequently depressed for a long time, you know, just like yo-yo, yo-yo dieting and whatnot until, you know, everything kind of clicked into place like four years ago. And, um, I wanted to just do it right this time. And then I just, you know, started off with like a small goal of five pounds, uh, because I got into UCB. Um, I've been wanting to do improv for a really long time. So I was like, okay, if I'm going to be on stage, I want to, you know, lose at least five pounds. I ended up losing 11 or so and got the ball rolling from there. And, um, you know, being a personal trainer was something that I wanted to do even back in the day when I first lost weight. But I, again, I was in no shape to help anyone. I could barely help myself. So obviously, you know, uh, it, it comes with time and age and experience, you know. And uh, yeah, I got all my certifications. I was already a member at UFC for about a year at that point. And uh, I was really cool with the management. So I asked them for a job and they just gave it to me. And, you know, it's been um, three years you know, just how, doing the damn thing. How long does it take for those actual like, certifications? Like from beginning to end, if you like, if you do them, like, you know, obviously you could probably space them out as much. Yeah. As you want, but like, I mean, what's the average like cycle for that? Like if you wanted to like get all your certifications. So, so, um, you need at the bare minimum, like a nationally accredited, um, like certification. So NASM is the the main one, the one that most people get, it's a, a national association for sports medicine of sports medicine. And um, I got the NASM CPT. You also got to get your CPR AD. They give you a year to study and prep and to take and to schedule the exam. Um, I failed it the first time. Uh, I'm really bad at studying. So I failed it the first time and, uh, and only by like two points. So then I asked for an extension. They gave me like a six month extension. And so I went back to square one and I got some new material and found some better like 
you know, things to study with, like some better sources, like apps and stuff. And, uh, something that you could uh, really, like relate to a little bit better than just, yeah. Like, so actually into, like, materials, like, ex- I'm not like a book, open the book and how, read yeah. kind of person. I'm, I'm like, not. Yeah. That's yeah. I, I, a lot of people are like that. I mean, yeah, you need something that you could feel a little bit engaged with, but also something that like you're comfortable with too. I mean, you know, for sure. a giant textbook that the same people have been doing for 15 years. That's not exactly appealing for yeah, no. people like you need something no. that like you know kind of engage with and stuff it's good that they were flexible like that too so. exactly no 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 it was it was uh really good the second time around i had i studied my ass off i actually downloaded an app um for medical students for called complete anatomy and it's uh it was a small investment i mean it cost me like 80 dollars but um it was a solid choice because to this day i still you know like use it it really helped me a lot i'm a very hands-on visual learner so but yeah all in all um i would say six months is a good a good amount of time to yeah to study and i think they know that you know people have shit yeah like well i mean well yeah i mean like the percentage of uh people who pass it it's not that high it's like 60 yeah, 64%. I mean, look at the look at the driver's license of people. Look at the percentage. Look up the percentage of people yeah. who failed that test the first time. It's like oh, yeah. overwhelming, like insane. Like I, had I passed to, it the first time. <laughs> I, I, luckily, I did too. I don't, I don't know how. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and the driving instructor I had in Yonkers was a real, like a real like dick. He was just like, Ugh. he was the worst. Like there was literally a car blocking this little tiny side road right uh-huh. in Yonkers place. And it was on the right side of the road. And um, to pass it, I would have to go over the double yellow lines on this little tiny side. Right. And I was so like, you were like, is this a trick question? <laughs> I, I swear to God, I literally just said to him, I was like, I don't want to get anything wrong. What, what do you want me to do? He's like, signal left and go around him. I'm like, okay, signal left, go around the car. And then he literally was like, keep to the right, sir. I'm like, no disrespect, but if I keep to the right, I'm literally going to hit the car. And I, oh he said God. nothing. And I just heard like a check mark. And then so I got my results back. And I only got one point off the entire fucking test. And it said fails to keep right. I'm like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> wow. Like, what a dick. Like, like, I was happy. Like, I didn't like, yeah. I was like, you fucking, I was like, I was like, that was so Jeez. unnecessary. Like, why did you do that? And it's such a, it's, it's weird. It's such a stressful thing. The driving test, which you've taken. It, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I parallel parked for like eight, like eight years after taking that test. Like I really went out of the way to not parallel park. Like if I saw a spot that needs parallel parking, I would just leave. I would literally, that's like, like, no, talk about uh, it's like our old friend, Jackie. She got, if she, if, uh, there was a bullet to her head and said, Oh, parallel park where you died she dies like, all right well this is that's that. <laughs> a nice run but i can't, I can't exactly like, exactly oh, it's just i don't know they put so much stress on it too the thing is i don't think they stress enough that like if you you know if you fail the first time it doesn't matter like it's fine you literally have to wait yeah, for, like what like a month or two or something and take yeah it. exactly i know it's not the biggest deal no i know people who took it literally one of my friends took it four times oh my and, god and he finally passed but i mean it's kind of amazing that he's driving and in a way it's <laughs> not to be mean, but like if you fail like enough times, I feel like they should be, maybe you should look into like trains, <laughs> like, like yeah. Public, public transportation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of people do it. Don't worry about it. Like, yeah. So, so look, it's amazing that you finally got your certifications and just, oh, yeah, for sure. Instagram is filled with all this kind of crazy inspiration with all the stuff that I was talking about, everything from, you know, music to traveling to food, to fitness and just to kind of positivity, but also like, 
being level-headed and being like okay with however you're feeling for the day, which I find kind of cool because I feel like being constantly on is not something that comes naturally to a lot of people. It's also not realistic if you think about it. No, for sure. And I think, so we'll get into that in a little bit as it relates to like talking, but like you you were mentioning like, you know, these crash diets and like all this shit. I'm curious how... You know, because like me, you love food, obviously. I mean, if you don't love food, you know, I like, I, I yeah. know people who like only eat it for fuel and like don't even like cook, don't season or anything like that, you know? Oh, no. I know. And we, we, that was what we, I think we talked about that on the, on the first time you were on was about how there's these meal prep people who just make like a plain thing of like ground chicken or, you know, ground whatever or ground turkey and yeah. they don't put any salt or pepper. They just like throw it uh, with some fucking, you know, spinach and like stuff inside of a container and like, ah, it's my lunch. You know? And yeah, no, okay to eat healthy, but you can also make things like, taste, taste good. You know, taste good. Yeah. 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 So, how is, so how is your like out of curiosity? I'm because I don't really get to talk to a lot of like people that are like actual like fitness trainers and like who do this for a living, mm-hmm. but also you know humans who eat because we all have to. Right. Yeah. Like, exactly. So, I always say eating is forever. That's why I don't believe in dieting. Boom. There you go. See, that's mm-hmm. heard it from her. If Jess says, <laughs> if Jess, it's okay. All right. I want that. I want that on the fucking record. All right. Eating is yeah. That should be the name of this episode. Eating is forever. Um, right. <laughs> I'm curious how, like, as somebody who now is like, you know, you're very into like the fitness world. Like, you know, you're working like every fucking day, pretty much. You and you work out. I think six or seven days a week, at least seven days a week. Right? You know? Yeah, like six days so, for sure. <laughs> with all that motion and stuff, how has your relationship to like food actually changed over the past five years? Like for me, I changed a lot as far as like I started to appreciate more like of the simplistic kind of like what makes this dish really great and like find out yeah. what ingredient really made it good. And like start, I started, I stopped trying to cook all these weird elaborate meals and stuff. And I started making just, as you've seen on my Instagram, just good, like basic yeah. food that like everybody loves. Like the yeah. posts that most people end up loving on my page are like of pizza and like, you know, like a chicken dish. <laughs> it's like, it's, right, not like simple. You know, it's not some crazy elaborate thing. So that like, I evolved like with that, but like for you, you know, weaving in and out of like you not only loving food, but also then using it as, you know, fuel for your body and business and stuff. How did that like change for you over the past like few years? Like, did you get more of an appreciation of it or did you kind of like fall out of love with some stuff? Like, I don't know. I'm just curious how that kind of works. Well, I, for me, it's like a trade off, right? Uh, what's more important to me, this ephemeral, ephemeral pleasure of eating this greasy, fatty, like meal or seeing the results that I want. Like I have a goal to me. I have a goal that I want, you know? So it's basically uh, like I learned uh, to really enjoy, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, delayed gratification. Okay. So I have found that delayed gratification has made me happier and it makes me feel accomplished. And so I pick and choose my meals. I eat around my training um, and my goals. So yeah, but your Facebook doesn't look like like I've seen people who meal prep for like training and stuff, and your meals don't really look like that. And I mean that the best way possible. I mean, you make some like dank ass looking like tacos or something, and you're just like fuel. And I'm like, I want that fuel. I'm like, how do I? Like, I don't want to eat just like a plain chicken breast with honey. Like, how do I do that? You know? Right. Yeah. No. So. so the way I see it are like, uh, I really love peppers, like bell peppers and onions. Mm. And that's like a freebie in terms of, um, 
you know, nutrition and flavor, um, calories. Yes, it's a freebie. It's not like whole life that like red peppers have more vitamin C than an orange. And I don't even know if that's true, (laughs) but he's literally been telling. I don't even know. I I like recently learned that um, the different uh, colors of peppers are actually just different stages in their lifespan. So I'm just like, why? What the fuck? I know that's. I struggle with that with habaneros all the time. Because I mm. as you know you've had my hot sauce, right? Yes. And I only use good, like waxy orange habaneros. And I'll go into these stores and they'll just be like green and they'll say like green habaneros. I'm like, okay, well, there's no such thing as green. They're just supposed to be habaneros. <laughs> like, but also, yeah. it's like, I'm, like, even right now, I'm trying to find Thai chilies because I'm trying to make like a very specific, like kind of Asian influenced, uh, more like Korean influenced kind of sauce. Yeah. But I need Thai chilies and they're all fucking green and I need them to be red. <laughs> And then, I, oh, I, so I, you're gonna have to let them sit out in the fucking cabinet for a while, then, yeah, but then so they could turn red. You have to like do that, but then have them turn red, but then have them not go bad by the time you use them. It's like, mm. and I, you know, I work full time. I can't be sitting there babysitting peppers. Like, you know, I'm like, true, true. Yeah, yeah it's not annoying. Like my god, but yeah. And why are they so expensive? Can you riddle me that? Why are they oh so god. fucking expensive? I have no idea. I have no. One idea. pepper cost me like fucking four dollars. It's like the depending on the ones that you get, like in certain places too, it makes no sense. Like ShopRite, yeah. Yeah. $2 more per pound than Whole Foods for habaneros. Like, like that's the one thing about Whole Foods. Like there's a lot of shit at Whole Foods that I think, and I vocally always say is way too overpriced. Yeah, right. too expensive. But the one thing that they actually do pretty well is that their produce is actually moderately priced. And I think it's because yeah. of an abundance of it. And they know that's where a lot of their business comes from. And mm-hmm. so when we, I go to Whole Foods, I actually do very well with like produce, but then it's when you venture into the other things, you know, and you're just like, That's when they, oh, let me try this meatless. What the yeah. fuck? 99. Like you're just like, I know, I know, you know, and yeah. so I don't, but yeah, it's just, some of the stuff is just like insanely expensive. That's why I love my hot sauce that I make, but I have to get mangoes for it. And some places mm-hmm. charge a fucking arm and a leg for even just one mango. And yeah. it's like, uh, that's why I'm like, and everyone's like, oh, just use like frozen. I'm like, no. No. Like, no, no, like I won't. You're like, who do you think I am? Yeah, like, did you really just say, like I take it personally? I'm like, did you really just say that to me? Uh, yeah. But all right. So, what's do you have a like you said you kind of pick and choose and you kind of have like you know delayed gratification. Do you yeah. have a meal though where like you'll happily eat it knowing that you got to go like extra hard the next day, like something where you eat it and you're just oh. like if you're oh yeah just, like you know yeah for sure. Um, so. Uh, one food that I used to love was like pizza, like for sure. Like any time, any place I love tacos, pizzas and burgers, just like anybody else. But, um, I gotta be smarter about it. So, um, I, I try to avoid pizza. And if I do, I'll have one slice only because it's not, it's not it's not like it's gonna make me fat. i know it's it's just like it's not like it's gonna make me fat i'm gonna it's just that it's high in sodium high in fat right. and high in carbs so i'm gonna blow it up the next day right. do i really want to ruin the next day over one over just like one fucking meal no right. i don't i have a life to live i have a job to do and I have goals, fitness goals. Um, this is my career. And I'm also, you know, I'm still, you know, easing back into the acting thing. Remember, I, uh, 
I'm easing back into it now, especially since uh, it's self-taped auditions now. I, I fucking know. love that. Oh my God, that's amazing. Bang a bunch of yeah. night. It's amazing. <laughs> Fuck yeah. So that's so I'm I'm back on that. I have to get my headshots done soon. So again, I my body is my ad. Literally, like my business card is me. I can't fuck up. I don't want to fuck up. I know what it feels like, how I felt like when I was out of shape. I never want to go there again. Right. But I do enjoy myself. Uh, the reason why I'm not at a 12% body fat, I'm at 14-ish. Uh, the reason I'm not I've got a 10 to 12% body fat is because I do enjoy myself. Right. Um, what If I want to fucking stuff my face with a charcuterie board mm. and a whole bottle of wine, oh. I'm going to do that. Yeah, man. I'm so going to do that. Do you know how many nights um, we've literally had that as a meal here? Like literally, we couldn't just, yeah. we, we have had so many nights where we're like, we go back and forth. That's like a huge fight, by the way. Everyone asks always like how, like if like how we've been together so long and like the struggle, you know what the number one fucking thing that we genuinely argue about is Food. we're going to eat for dinner. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like it gets into like, it's like, well, I paid last time you paid it. No, no, I know I chose last time you chose this. And literally so many nights we just settle on getting a fucking cheese board, like a charcuterie board. I'll put on some Fuck fruit yeah. and some cheeses and a couple crackers and like some nice, maybe a couple of Italian meats and I'll yeah. put a bottle of wine. And it's like, this was that was like this was such a good decision. <laughs> like, Hell yeah, absolutely! Like, Wine and cheese, what? Hell yeah! Oh my god, it's so. So funny. yeah, so I I go back and forth. Sometimes it's a nice big juicy steak or sushi or tacos. Um, I have this taco truck uh, a few blocks away. Uh, I literally will not eat any other tacos other than them. Really? They're called Tacos Azteca. Okay. Uh, they're on Broadway and like 147th. I've been going to them for fucking years. I love their food. I love them so much. So I literally had them on Sunday, I believe. Um, you have but, a real taco though, like with an actual like corn tortilla and like, you know, you yeah. it, like con toro, like with everything. Like, yeah. It's not, first of all, it's not like that, depending on what's inside. It's, it could be, it's not that unhealthy. Like it's not, horrible. it's not, you know, where people fuck up is they eat the double tortilla and then they have like six of those. Right. Have, so yeah. I my, mean, if you eat like 12 tortillas, what do you, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, so exactly. So like I, my life hack is I do single tortilla. I, and I, I ask, I tell them straight up, just give me one tortilla because if you, if they double them up and then you try to pull them apart, the, the heat and the moisture will rip it. Yeah, exactly. it. yeah. It fucks the whole thing up. So just ask them for a single tortilla. Right. Each one is about, each tortilla is maybe like fucking 10 grams of carbs or some right. shit. So I'm on. A lot of people. It cor- yes. Corn. Flour tortilla. Flour tortilla. Oh no. Are for breakfast tacos. And that is pretty much it. Like breakfast tacos. Yeah. Or quesadillas. Or quesadillas. Yeah. Yeah. But. Like if if you go somewhere and they have like a taco and it's a flour tortilla, I'm like, no, that's not. Yeah, no. Masa masa is get this out of my face. Yeah, man. Like <laughs> masa is better to cook with. It's less like carbs and like calories than like wheat. Mm-hmm. And, and it's healthier. And yeah, it processes in your body like way differently than like you know. It's the same thing like with rice. Like rice processes in your body differently than as you you know this than uh, like white bread. You know, if you were to have you know or pasta or whatever. Exactly. I think a lot of the problems too is that a lot of people don't make their own stuff, which I'm not talking about like tacos in general. I just mean like in general, like you were talking about pizza, yeah. right? Oh yeah. And like when yeah. I make pizza, I usually make it pretty thin, but like she and I don't mind having a good amount of it, but that's because I know every single ingredient that happened. That went into it. Yeah. To the dough because I make the dough myself. So it's not right. store bought dough with any sugar in it. Okay. And the sauce is not one of those canned sauces or jarred sauces with all that shit inside. It's straight tutoroso crushed tomatoes. And I make the sauce myself. No sugar, you know, right. Like, 
and we usually have fresh mozzarella, not the ones with the preservatives. Yeah. Why do you think like uh, Italian, like, you, when you go to Italy, no one's obese? No. No. You know what I mean? Because everything. Not on like, a grand scale like it is here. No. no. No, absolutely not. You know, it's like everyone enjoys their food, but everything is is uh, minimally processed. Right. Exactly. And I think you know, even since we started making more meals from scratch like that, right? Mm-hmm. It's like. I'm not, I mean, I'm not like the skinniest person in the world, but I definitely feel okay. No, you guys it's, are it's healthy. Like, yeah. yeah. But it's weird because even after eating like a giant pizza like that, we don't feel like shit. It's like something. Exactly. Like, and that's how you should. So, yeah. You get like a pie or something. You feel that sluggish fucking horrible yeah. feeling. And we don't get that that much anymore unless, you know, we go and we get something, you know, that like fast. Food. Right. Like, right. You know, something like, you know, if we're out, like there are times if we have like, a doctor's appointment and we're waiting or whatever. And we just have to pick something mm-hmm. up. Like, you know, we, we know that that's, but you can't do that all the time. Like, no, absolutely. I mean, the only thing that really like, I mean, my advice to people, my cousin, who's uh, like a fitness trainer and stuff told me this years ago, mm-hmm. he literally was just like, just go to Chipotle. He was like, Chipotle, he goes, you could literally get like brown rice, beans, like just get, you can get like grilled chicken. Like you can literally control yeah. what goes in. And, right. You know, other places you can't, <laughs> you can't. Exactly. Know, you, can't, you know, and even know. with exact, even with Chipotle, I always tell people if you're gonna like lather it on with cheese, lather it on with sour cream and avocado, like guac, right. that's three sources of fat that you're you pick one. Period. Exactly. I mean, or at pick least, one. If you're doing that, don't expect it to be like, well, this is my healthy meal and have all that it's shit. Not, like, if no, you're do absolutely that, not. You know, know that you're eating something that's like, you know, very high yeah. like fat, which is, okay, yeah. If somebody wants to do that, that's fine. But like, know what you're getting into. Yeah. Don't, exactly. Like, you're being healthy and then, you know, yeah. on literally a fucking handful of, uh, of shredded cheese. Exactly. Yeah. Mexican food can be so healthy. It's just people decide to fry, you know, to get everything fried and cheesy and sour cream and all, you know, it's, it's portion control. Right. And I think the control is the hardest part for a lot of people. And so the fact well, that you, you have that's a whole another ball of issues. I know, I know. But like the fact that you could at least like moderately kind of take a hold of that is like, that's, that's, that's a big fucking deal. Like that's, that's like, like, yeah, I mean, it took a lot of time. I, yeah. well, it takes training like anything else it's yeah. like, you know because yeah. it's it's honestly food is like i don't know i feel i mean i know a lot of people probably don't feel like this or maybe they do i don't know maybe it's just mm-hmm. me but food is like it's fucking hard to say no to a lot of shit and it's because you know that like you have to make the choice and i think that's when it like starts fucking with people where it's like mm-hmm. they know that they're in control so like to them it's like oh well i'll just have one more you know whatever and like i think when you realize that you're the one that has to make the choice that could easily go in like either direction you know, yeah, so being able to keep yourself balanced is yeah. You gotta. Uh, it's just a matter of working on discipline, right. and uh, you know, uh, if why are you you know scarfing yourself with uh, you know a whole bag of fucking chips like right. you know family sized bag like why it's gonna just continue to taste the same and then when the bag is done you're still gonna feel like shit so what's the real problem here that's where i get that's why i'm like i really do like focus on mental health but when it comes to um you know what i post on my social media or what i you know um i try to like be vocal about um because it really just does stem down to you know controlling your mental health and setting boundaries for yourself I, um, not perfect, you know what I mean? But I'm definitely 
you know, I have a better relationship with food now than I did fucking like six years ago. Which is good. Um, if, as, long yeah. as, as long as you're happy with your relationship with food, that's all that matters. No, for and sure. Like, you know, I had, I had a friend who, who literally he was, he went to the gym more days than he was like 10 years older than me. And he went to, yeah. he belonged to lifetime fitness and he was like a huge gym rat, insanely healthy, a kale and spinach and all that shit every day. And he would literally right. just like, microwave oatmeal and just take it out and just eat it with a spoon nothing in it with water or he would just have like a plain piece of grilled chicken and just put a little honey on it and just eat it like that but like to me he had a shitty relationship with food but that's because i you know, yeah I because he's like afraid to eat yeah right but he was he was he was fine with that because he was just like well he goes i see it as like fuel and like i'm okay with it i may not okay. agree with that straight thing like you don't need to season it all like i don't agree with that i'm not saying yeah. a bunch of salt on everything that's not what i'm talking about but like yeah. you can put like cayenne and like paprika and these things that are natural, like actual whole mm-hmm. peppercorn spices, like those things yeah. have basically no calories for the most part. And they make things taste like better. You know, I mean, you want to make of course. Sure you yeah. a reaction or something, but you know, I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, that's, we've had to, we've had, we've adjusted our diet for the past like te- uh, eight weeks or so. And it's helped a lot. And, you know, we've both like, dropped weight and stuff, but like the things that yeah. we've cooked, we've just made a lot more flavorful. Like I've put a lot yeah. of spices in and everything has tasted like amazing, you know? And yeah. I don't know. I feel like I, I try to stress all the time that people try things like themselves. Like it's even like making, even making your own bread. Even if you want to make a loaf of bread, don't go buy a fucking loaf of white bread. Like go get good, like organic flour, like go get good flour and mm-hmm. yourself with water and control the yeast that goes in and the amount of salt, yeah. the amount of everything. You know, I mean, right, right. it's like if you, I think that's the, that's the problem. A lot of people either don't have time for that or don't want to, which yeah, is for totally sure. understandable, but you know, so, yeah. so, all right. So with all this, when you, what was, what was it when you first started like wanting to actually train people, right? What was your first experience with actually like training somebody and then being like, damn, all right, I want to do this for all, but now I really have to fucking do this. Like, what was like your experience that like kickstarted it to where you were just like, I need to become a coach. Uh, all right, so I just really wanted to help people. Uh, it took me so long to get to this point. Um, literally, like I said, 10 years in the making, 10 plus years in the making uh, of just me like wanting it, you know, wanting to help people. And now that I'm finally at a point where I can, um, why not? You know what I mean? Um, it's it's kind of like a... I forgot where I read this quote, but it was something like uh, when one is given more uh, more than they need, they have a moral obligation to give back. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like I may not be like, you know, a millionaire or billionaire to, you know, help charities financially, but I can help people with my knowledge and my time, right. you know? Uh, so that's really all it boils down to this job is very fulfilling, especially when you see people, you know, transform, you know, physically and emotionally and see them progress. Uh, like knowing that you played a part in that too. Exactly. Must be like, so satisfying. I mean, it's, it is very satisfying. I've never actually like taught or anything like that. I've never like given lessons. I've never been a tutor. I've never been a coach, anything like that. But even when mm-hmm. like, somebody tells me that they made one of my recipes, right, that I posted, which happens a lot. Right. You know? Yeah. yeah. And, like the beginning of quarantine, I made this like banana bread recipe because I had 
rotting, not rotting, but like brown fucking. Oh, I actually gotta fucking do that Dude, um, tonight. You, the muffins. Oh, the mu- banana bread is a lot to commit to, but the muffins. If you have a muffin tray, having mm-hmm. a nice like gran or like you know whole wheat banana muffins yeah. like laid out in a fucking tray to pick in the morning. <laughs> yeah i actually have um i make banana bread pretty often <laughs> oh, dude banana bread i i remember and i did it out of boredom because they yeah. were really bad and i didn't have yes. chocolate chips but what i used this was so bad you shouldn't do this but i used uh-huh. little mini reese's peanut butter cups because they were left over from valentine's day yeah oh i actually have the same thing that's <laughs> and i literally used that and then for some reason like 10 people messaged me and they all made the recipe and like knowing that you know, I had a recipe that people made and shit and knowing that you mm-hmm. were at least a part of somebody else's life like that, mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of fucking cool. Like I, I understand yeah. the feeling that people get from that. You are helping people with their physical and mental health. That's way different. But yes. I'm helping them get higher cholesterol. <laughs> but, but, hey, well, no, you're helping people um, do something that's calming, very hands-on. There, it's, I find cooking therapeutic, especially baking. Um, yeah, well, you need a lot of pa- you. If you like to bake, I give you a lot of credit because baking, <laughs> as I've said multiple times, is a fucking science, and it takes yes. patience. And yes. I, those are two things that I don't usually do in the kitchen. Usually, well, I, I need I need to follow a recipe. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I mean, I yeah. follow recipes with everything, but like with baking, even if you follow, like if I'm cooking something right and I'm following a recipe, even and I fuck it up, there's plenty of ways to fix it. You know what I mean? Like you could. Oh, for sure, absolutely. But with baking. You can't. Like, you can't. You fuck it. You put no it oven, You take it out, and you're just like shit. You're, just, you're, just looking, at, you're looking at the ruined tray of something, and you're just like, well, I know. You know. There's been, yeah. There's been times where, um, so my my mom, she's uh, she has a little bit of a sweet tooth, and so she like I remember one time of a long time. It was, this wasn't like a huge mistake, but uh, she accidentally doused um, rice pudding in red food coloring instead of vanilla extract. So it was bright pink. It was delicious, but bright pink. (laughs) And then uh, a few few years ago, she overdid it. She accidentally overdid it on the salt in uh, banana bread and Mm. it was way too salty. Yeah, that happens. And that's the thing, like with cooking, if it's like you'd add too much salt in like a tomato sauce, you put in more tomato paste or more tomatoes and probably more water, but yeah, yeah or water, whatever. But uh, yeah, baking, no, no go. Like I remember I tried to make a cornbread once and this was my first attempt ever. And it's just cause I had cornmeal that was about to like be way too like stale and I right. like a little bit of flour and we were cleaning out stuff. It was in like in the beginning of quarantine and I'm like, let me just try to make this cornbread. And I made yeah. it and I'm looking at the ingredients. And for some reason, my dumb ass was like, I bet that baking soda and baking powder are probably the same thing. So, <laughs> so, so I used baking soda when I was supposed to use baking powder. And, um, that was the grossest fucking tasting thing I've ever had. In, like, I'm not even, like, I'm not even like Brittany, my wife is very forgiving when, if I make a meal that I'm not hundred percent sure about, she, she'll be like, no, it's not bad. It's okay. But this Aww, the second yeah. she touched, it touched her lips. She was like, oh, oh. Like it was just like it was like, she was no. like no. She's like, you gotta throw Sorry. This out. It was bad. <laughs> I'm I'm more comfortable with cooking, even though it's like right. fast paced and there's a lot of loud noises and I'm usually cursing. It's like it's, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's more it's, crazy, but I can control. You have more co- exactly. You have more control when it comes to cooking, because right. um, I when it comes to um, unless it's like something fancy, um, I love cooking like um, Asian dishes. Mm. So I. I usually have sesame oil, oh, yeah. um, uh, soy sauce, um, some sort of honey, and fresh ginger, oh, yeah. like 
basics for Asian meals um, and peanut butter. And so I usually make a peanut sauce. That's amazing. Um, peanut sauce. For, mm-hmm. peanut sauces yeah. Have, so. Peanut sauces have like taken over so many dishes in so many restaurants. And oh, yeah. a peanut sauce it's, is great. But yeah. in certain places, you see it where it's just like it shouldn't. It shouldn't be, it's, and it's always like it's always like the last thing that's listed because they try to like sneak it to people. They're just like it's like oh, but that, but that topped with a peanut sauce, and like you're like sometimes it's like oh okay, but then other times you're like I'm not I'm not gonna order that now. <laughs> yeah, no, like I'm, unless I'm at like a Japanese restaurant, I don't want to see no fucking peanut sauce no, no. <laughs> on anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like I don't know, so I don't. I, I think what I find interesting is that you also. Like you are very insistent on like people like pushing themselves and people like, you know, being there and being present and all that stuff. But you're also very like down to earth with it too, which is like, you know, it's, it's, it's more centralized on the person, you know, you're not creating this big grandiose ideal of like, you know, this is what the world of fitness, you know, whatever, like you're more, yeah, for sure. It seems like you're more centralized on like, well, this is like what you have to do. Like, this is your navigation. This is your like life. And I think that's like, that's the way it should be, especially if there's somebody who, is intimidated to even start, you know, working out or getting into fitness and stuff. I think it's this huge, like intimidating thing that a lot of people think of like as this big giant world. And it's Mm -hmm. you kind of try to like shrink that a little bit and be like, no, no, like this is like, this is your world. This is where you're at. Like this is, you can do, you know, and like, I don't know. I find that really cool. It's it's a good way to get more people to kind of not be as like intimidated. Like, like, I don't know, with your, did you ever have somebody who in the beginning, was kind of like timid and kind of just like, I don't really know. And then like five, six months later was just like a fucking like beast. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. So, um, I try to, um, always emphasize how long it took me to get, uh, to a certain weight or what exercise I had to do to, you know, gain strength on, on a certain body part or whatever. Um, and I, uh, I try to really drive home the fact that everybody has to start from somewhere. And um, there's nothing wrong with um, fundamental movements. It's just basic fundamental movements. Um, I get frustrated with uh, social media and with InstaFit people because, especially like the really like, famous ones because they're just putting on a show and it's like you know they're doing all this like hit workouts that look cool and they got the cameraman doing all these different angles and they're doing like knee tucks into a freaking burpee and like into mountain climbers and then jumping on a box and it's like okay so for whomever is looking watching this and you know just being entertained and you know eating snacks and just oh this is cool looking you know fine but for, for the people who have no idea where to start and can't do those, you know, crazy movements, it's like those people that you're watching, they don't look like that just because of these movements. Right. They lift heavy shit. Right. And that's what I they think goes squat, by. They squat, they deadlift. They don't say that. And that's- They like, don't. Like it bothers people, me. All these things, like, with it, like one big one, like intermittent fasting, right? Whether or not that really does work, which I'm sure on some level, if you do it cr- properly. For some people, for especially some for like, yeah. Well, and that's the thing. See, so, so not everybody's body can get into ketosis like that. Not everybody's body processes. Exactly. Like that. And that you get these like YouTube ads of this dude 
with like a fucking mountain range on his stomach just being like it's like do you mm-hmm. want this or it's very simple you could eat whatever you want and i'm like well no you can't really eat whatever you no. want because granted no. if you eat all your meals in six to eight hours yeah that's that you could properly do intermittent fasting like that but if those three meals are complete shit like that's not going to do your body any favors. You just not eat exactly from you know eight p.m. until noon the next day is not exactly. You know. And I always tell people, um, look at the your lifestyle, uh, how you eat, um, your your work schedule, whatever, um, and then use common sense and think about where you're going wrong in terms of like you know, maybe I shouldn't be, you know, fucking having like a piece of cake after dinner every night or, uh, you know, maybe instead of constantly eating like 90% rice and just a little bit of chicken, maybe, you know, flip those around. But I always say like eating is uh, forever until we die. So instead of doing these intermittent fasting and this, like, you know, these like super fad diets, find something that works for you you know, rules of thumb for me are, you know, especially anyone who's starting a fitness journey, make sure you have a proper meal one to two hours before you work out because you want energy to burn, especially with weightlifting. And then make sure you eat after you need protein, you know, that's what people don't realize. Exactly. Exactly. So like, uh, you know, people don't understand. It's like, you can't just pick things up and put them down and expect your muscles to grow. They need fuel. Right. to grow. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I can't make a sweater without more yarn. If I run out of yarn, that's it. That's it. It's done. You know? So it's like, that's how I try to explain it to people when you're essentially ripping your muscle apart, when you're doing bicep curls, right. it's ripped apart. That's why it hurts after you work out yeah, that's why in order hard. to replenish. Exactly. In order to replenish it in its new expanded form, you need amino acids. And where do those come from? Protein. The building blocks of muscle. Right. So you need to eat. See, that's the thing. I think that's, there's a lot of these, like people pigeonhole themselves into all these different fads and diets and stuff. And they don't realize that one, your body is different than literally every other human that's living on the planet right now. Two, exactly. not every single diet is uniform to every single person. It doesn't work like that. Exactly. You know? um, I had a weird diet a few years back because when I, I have like hereditary high cholesterol, where mm-hmm. I don't I don't live off cheese and meat and like right. horrible shit. And I was going to the doctor and my cholesterol numbers were getting like insane. And yeah. like, I was actually at the time, I thought I was like being really healthy and I was eating like a little bit less carbs. Like I, I was managing mm-hmm. the carbs I had in the day, but I was eating a lot of like turkey and like grilled chicken. And like I was trying and I was actually yeah. going to the gym. We belonged to, mm-hmm. we belonged to a gym on Central Avenue at the time. And I dropped like mm-hmm. 10, 12, almost 15 pounds. And I went to the doctor for my yearly physical and yeah. I thought I was, I thought it was in great shape. And he was literally like, and I was technically in like the best looking shape of my life. And then he was just like, all right, well, um, you're supposed to be below 190 with cholesterol and you're at 419. He's like, oh, so shit. He goes, we're going to put you on the wow. so you don't have a stroke. I was like, okay. oh, wow. And then I talked to my mom and it's her, my mom is like the healthiest person that I know. She's been eating like whole wheat bread and no sugar for like 30 years. <laughs> yeah. She literally always has cholesterol numbers over 300. It's just like a That's hereditary crazy. thing. And yeah. I'm literally still to this day on cholesterol meds. But now yeah. I'm probably from that time, we're talking like five years ago, I'm probably 25 pounds heavier than I was, but my cholesterol right. is at like 140. So like, Perfect. yeah, and my blood levels, my sugar levels, everything is like running well. And that's like, so like, I think what you were saying too, is like, you have to, 
like also do what makes sense and realize like you exactly to body you got to like do what's right like for you exactly but what's exactly right? what's, what's a fuel for you too that like like something that you meal prep with right for like the week but and um, that you know is like fuel but that you secretly actually like love like something where it's like like you maybe you didn't at first but now it's like you actually like fucking like you love it like you can't wait to eat it like as like a fuel um hmm I really enjoy, um, honestly, just because I, I don't snack. I don't do snacks. That's, I just eat amazing. food. Yeah. I just yeah. eat food all day. Um, I really enjoy my protein shakes, yeah. especially like in, in the warmer weather in the mornings when I do my fasted cardio. Literally, like I have my coffee and then I go out for a run for five miles. I um, all I want when I get home is a nice, refreshing strawberry banana protein shake mm. with um, oat milk. Okay, yeah, that's what we uh, yeah. we frequent oat milk in this house. But uh, mm-hmm. oh, oat milk is amazing. I don't. I have. I was never a fan of regular milk ever. Me neither. Because it's ever fucking, same. Look, and I don't care what anybody says. You can read whatever. Cow you titty want. milk. Literally, like, but it's you can read whatever you want after the age of like two or three. You don't need. Doesn't milk. really need milk. Like absolutely not. Like the people, I still know people close to my age that will drink like a full thing of like a full glass. That was my roommate. My roommate, my old roommate, literally the one that had the hippie feet. Oh, the sorry, the feet of a hippie cult leader. Um, she would drink milk like fat, like the red label milk, like it was water, and she would literally take it out of the fridge and just guzzle it down from the fucking gallon. It's disgusting. I just, I've never ever. Ugh. And that's why oat milk. I've I've made my own oat milk before. I have a nice like sixty four ounce like mason jar, and I've I took a nice. and I blended everything. You did, yes. And I put a little bit of vanilla extract in there to give it some flavor. And mm-hmm. It was really fucking good. It was like really hell yeah. Good. My mom makes hers too. It's amazing. It's it's not that hard yeah. either. I think that's another thing no. that people need to start exploring. Like these things that they know are better for them that they just buy, but they're like, well, I don't want to spend that much money. I'm like, well, fucking make it yourself. Like literally, make it yourself. It's so much cheaper. Literally, make it yourself. Like I, you can go get a fucking pound, two pound bag of oatmeal for like three bucks. Okay, go get some good, not oatmeal, but go get like good rolled oats. You know, like, rolled you know, oats, like, yeah, uh, like red mill or something like that. You know, like good rolled oats and put them with some water and if you want to put a little vanilla in there you can maybe and blend it strain it out and you'll have great fucking tasting oat milk and as long as you don't mind the little sediment that's on the bottom you shake it around yeah you know, like it's so much easier and absolutely it's, it goes back to people not making their own shit all the time which is like you know kind of annoying but i know, I, I know. I, I, the I industrial love people not a lot of people like to cook like i like i like to cook so that's you know i know which uh <laughs> You know, like I've, I've literally said to people, like I've given them like pizza dough recipes and they're just like, yeah, but I could go like buy a dough. Right. And I'm like, well, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> that's but kind of defeats why? the purpose. Like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like when, I, when I make a pizza dough, whether I use the whole wheat dough that I have or the white flour, which I tr- I've tried to cut down on, I know the dough. Like I know I'm using like King Arthur, like organic flour. Like I, know oh, I, I, I use that too. Yeah. King Arthur is the shit. And it's like from New York yeah. and it's like, it's good fucking flour. And like, Mm-hmm. buy these like pre-packaged like pizza doughs and some of them literally taste like sweet because they put like you know some of them had some yeah i read the package literally had high fructose corn syrup oh no like, even something simple that you can cut down on like with ketchup yeah. right ketchup mm-hmm. is great we love ketchup but it's got usually it's got high fructose corn syrup 
And yeah, unless you get it like organic, like a good organic brand. Recently, we just tried the Heinz organic for the first time. And I was just mm-hmm. like, oh, let me try this. And they don't use high fructose corn syrup. It's just like oh, all wow. natural, like sugars and flavoring. It mm-hmm. literally tastes the fucking same. Like it literally tastes the same. And it still is good. And you're not putting fucking corn syrup inside of your body. No, Which, I know. I fucking hate the, the fact that this country approved, the FDA approves so much crap that other countries would never let their right. your, their people touch. You know what I'm saying? But there's a lot of that. Like, I think a lot of that stems around, this is going to sound weird, but a lot of it is like cultural, like racism too. Like oh, yeah, the biggest sure. fear like I listen to and I read a lot of uh, David Chang. He's like one of my favorite chefs and restauranteurs. He's Korean. Uh-huh. He's American, but he's, he's of Korean descent. And right. he's very big on the whole, you know, you being scared of like MSG is bullshit. Because MSG yeah. is literally like a seasoning salt. And the same people who say that they won't eat Chinese food because it's got MSG eat Doritos. And Doritos literally, uh, exactly. have, literally have MSG inside. Of them. Oh, like Doritos honey. are flavored with MSG. And so I think a lot of stuff that people are like that, they're just so used to how things have been put out in this country. They don't want to accept a different, you know, perspective on it. And like, oh, maybe this is because of this reason, you know, it's not just, it's not just Uh the way things are done. Like, what the fuck? But yeah. So speaking of things that people, uh, people eat and uh, frequent at the store, I got this little segment on here that I like to do called dank or rank. All right. Okay. So something that you either really love that's dank or something that you want to fucking puke. All right. Gotcha. Um, I got some usual suspects on here that I've done. And okay. if you haven't had it, you can tell me and you know, we'll, we'll see okay. how, we, how we feel about this. First one I have, uh, it's a return favorite of everybody's anchovies. Actually, I haven't had them in a long time, but I'd say dank. Thank you. Oh God. I get so many yeah. people that say rank. Anchovies. Really? All, all right. It's a lot of sodium. I get it. But it's, if you add them to something else, exactly. You know? See, like a lot of people don't know this, but Caesar dressing, like actual Caesar dressing has anchovies. Yes. That's how it starts. The way you make a Caesar is similar to how you make kind of like mayo um, or like a, like a aioli. You basically mm-hmm. smear anchovies together with garlic to make a paste. And then yes. you put in lemon juice, you put in two egg yolks and you just drizzle in oil and whisk it and you get Caesar dressing. That's why when you mm-hmm. see Caesar dressings in jars that are white, I'm like, Caesar's not supposed to be white. Caesar's supposed to be a little it's yellow. Not. So yeah, exactly. You look on those jars at all the extra shit they put in. Even something like that. I'm like, if you made that with seven ingredients, you have no idea the benefits that it's doing for your body. Even if you're making a Caesar or like, exactly. I made my own mayo and like not having mm-hmm. preservatives, not having anything like that, like just using organic oil and like good shit. Like people make mayo out of like grapeseed oil and avocado oil now. Like yeah, I've made so I've made mayo like a mayo like hack just with avocados um vinegar salt pepper Ooh. um can you can you just give me this recipe because i kind of yeah i, I got you world. i want to try this <laughs> i got you yeah because i wanted you know actual avocados and not i wanted the taste of mayo but without the because I, I uh i forgot what the whole situation was but i wanted to make it with my tuna fish and uh like a tuna salad so I did it with avocado. Um, I'll send it to you. <laughs> yes, please. That would be. Yeah, amazing. I got you. The next one should be pretty easy. Um, I don't think there's going to be an argument here, but uh, cilantro. Oh, dang, for sure. Hell yeah. See, and I say this to every person I've asked this to, I say the same thing. I feel so bad. I spent years shitting on people who said it tasted like soap and whatever. I didn't know that that's an actual like genetic thing in their genes. And I don't know if you know this, it's like a real thing where like they, some people's like, like makeup, their DNA has cilantro taste like actual green soap. 
I didn't, oh, I, I thought it was just people no. being bitches. I was just like, I'm like, right. shut up. Cilantro is way better than part, you know, whatever. So I right. had no idea. I felt horrible about that, but no, <laughs> cilantro, cilantro is amazing. No and the seeds that come from cilantro, yeah. coriander, just like, yes. Oh, I mean, like toasted. I used to make, yeah. these, uh, I used to make these lamb burgers with good ground, like lamb. Mm, coriander. I yeah. I would toast whole coriander seeds first oh, fuck yeah. and ground mm-hmm. them up and that would go into the meat of the lamb oh wow that sounds and amazing it's like oh you get the, the flavor from toasted whole i love a good lamb burger with some like, sauce. if you have mm-hmm. any whole peppercorns in your in your home there take them out always there, toast them in a dry pan and then crush them with the bottom of a pan uh, i don't have to do that i'm telling you the the aroma that fills your house you'll just fall to your knees you'll literally just you'll get weak in the knees and just fall <laughs> like in the kitchen that's awesome yeah i actually like hand grind my peppercorns i have that little uh little pet you know, pummel, whatever it's called. Yeah. The, uh, the, yeah. the mortar and pestle, right? Yeah, yeah mortar and pestle. Yeah. I bought like a, a wood, like restaurant style pepper mill. Um, yeah. Maybe like last year. I'll never buy crushed black pepper pre crushed ever again. Pre ground stuff. It is literally like I just be walking around the house saying, say when, just like screwing it with for nobody. Just like it's like, yeah, exactly. It's, it tastes so much better too. Like good black mm-hmm. pepper. Oh. All right. So the next mm-hmm. one on the list uh, cottage cheese. Think for sure really? with um fruit like strawberries yes, i don't eat it it's not something that i can't tell you the last time i ate it but i do remember eating it with strawberries and liking it it's not even the flavor that i have a problem with it's the it's the texture it's the texture just all these little balls in there and it's just like it's very <laughs> on, on one of my podcasts i described it as testicular and it is a little bit it's very, like, it's very, like, there's all these little things floating around i think it's, I, I remember being very young and getting a huge heap of it in my mouth oh yeah so that's probably traumatized you yeah even to this day which i probably, <laughs> probably need to work on that but all right so the next one eggplant mm, this is a gray area for me because it depends on how it's prepared all right well no i wholeheartedly agree with that all right i will because i don't like the texture in of it when it's like made in like a soup or whatever right but it's very like mushy and it's very like exactly but thin slice that bitch up batter it and fry it and i'm all yours baby and one thing that a lot of people don't do when they do that which we mm. do, which everybody should remove do. the fucking skin. Oh, remove the skin. One, two, mm-hmm. sprinkle salt on the egg. Oh, yes. And let yes. it sit for like 40 minutes because oh, so it dries it up. It not only dries it up, you will oh. see this brown liquid come to the top. So it draws out mm-hmm. that bitterness. The problem is a lot of people uh, do that. So if you take your eggplant and slice it, right? Sprinkle salt on it and leave them on a tray for like 30 oh, minutes. I didn't know that. And you'll see these brown liquid. You wash it off with water. Best fucking eggplant you've ever had. Whether you're slicing it and sauteing oh, it or frying no it, idea. it's going to be the best thing you've ever had. Oh, wow. I had no idea. But I agree with you. I like I, I like eggplant when it's an eggplant parm because it's eggplant parm. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. like, I mean, I'm not big on like, like my mom used to just do that. She used to just throw eggplant inside of like a stew and I'd be like, have it in my mouth like no this is not enjoyable yeah i don't like i don't like the texture but yeah right um all right well you're a new yorker so this one should be interesting pineapple on pizza oh fuck don't um (laughs) no it's as open as you want i won't judge you um too hard dink i really do like the sweet and savory flavor he says i just yeah, oh, man, I can't get around it. I just, I've tried and I've tried, I've look, I shit, on, <laughs> I shit on pineapple pizza. I, no, and you know what? Not even pineapple with like pork or pepperoni or whatever. I totally understand the whole, the sweet savory thing, but 
I like the whole Hawaiian pizza with like the slices of the fucking ham thrown on there with the pine. I just can't, I can't get, a, I can't get into it. I've tried. <laughs> and it's not like pastor, like actual pastor, right? Tacos. Yeah. You no, know, where it's a, it's a Mexican dish that originated mm-hmm. in Lebanon because Lebanese Im- immigrants bought, brought it. To yeah. Mexico. It's a gyro. Yeah. yeah it's the, it's yeah, a gyro it's style. A shawarma thing. Yeah. But the yeah, pineapple is supposed yeah. to be layered inside and it's supposed to slowly mm-hmm. cook through outwards. Through exactly. And you yes. slice that. But you go to these places and they just give you like pork belly with chunks of pineapple on it. And I'm like, that's not pastor. I, no, no. We Those actually, are like white owned restaurants. Yes, we went to a place in the city. I think it was called pastor actually. And mm-hmm. that's how they serve their food. Oh, I've heard of it. Yeah. Oh, no. They serve the pastor tacos. And I was like, this is not good. And I was like, it's just. No. I mean, I they try to give me chorizo tacos like that, too. But not, not with the pineapple chunks. But they were, it's just like, it's. It, the, the chorizo was like diced. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be ground. No, like, it's supposed to be ground. You know, always. I'm like, what the fuck is this bullshit? No. Chorizo needs to be. Because when you, when you grind it, when it's ground up, and if you mm-hmm. get it nice and crispy. That crispiness mm-hmm. can only come if it's really ground. That's the thing. Exactly. Like, like my dad makes this really good dip that he only makes for like parties and stuff, which doesn't happen anymore. And uh-huh. uh, he takes <laughs> yeah. good, like actual good, like chorizo and he dices it and fucking literally gets it to be ground to the point where it's like a powder almost. And yes. he t- puts it in a cast iron with a little tiny bit mm-hmm. of oil. Not a lot because chorizo has got so much fat in there that you it, like. Pretty exactly. Much. Um, he gets it literally crispy and like so like like crunchy and then he mm-hmm. fills it with like two different types of black cheeses that he usually grates like uh pepper jack and something else and he makes that as like a dip not the healthiest thing in the world but no but it sounds having, amazing having these little like crispy chorizo bangers throughout the entire dip is like oh god i haven't had that it sounds years, amazing so. oh wow I, I, Wait, I, I, but I t- t- tell your dad to get on it seriously i used to i made it a few times when we first hosted like christmas and i baked yeah. it in the oven and served it in like a little tiny cast iron and stuff it was like i was, it was literally was gone in like five minutes like people like mm-hmm. love that shit. um yeah all right i had mayo but we went over that already uh yeah <laughs> sardines there's really not much I don't like. That's bank right there Sorry, because they are. I have three cans in my, my yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. They are bottom feeding fish. Mm-hmm. So they're low in mercury. They're high in omegas and protein. So you are the only person I've talked to that finally gets that about sardines. Like, I think a lot of people shy away because, you know, maybe we've all been at that point in our lives when we're having like a sardine sandwich for dinner, you know, or like a piece of bread with sardines and like mustard. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> like dinner. But oh, sardines yeah. are. They can healthy. be very, very healthy and they don't yeah. really taste that bad. They're good. Like, and no, I like them a lot. Like the ones in oil, like the ones in water. Yeah. No, nah, nah. yeah they got to be in, smoked in oil. Boom. There you go. And mm-hmm. many people don't get that. Um, all right. Yeah. Now we're going to go into two things that are basically just sugar. So I'm curious to see how you feel. Mm. Um, white chocolate. Eh, rank. No. All right. I that yeah. I understand. I love white chocolate, but I also fully commit and understand that it's not chocolate. So like I, yeah. and I tell people that all the time. It's the same thing like with this next one, candy corn. Ugh, rank. Really? Ah, see, Ugh. I know that it's literally just like hardened corn syrup. And I still I don't care. Whenever I see them at Halloween, I just like I only get it once pop, a year. Pop them. You know, mm. it's this tiny little time of the year. I don't have candy corn any other time of the year. I would. Like I would eat candy corn all year long, but I don't. All right, that's oh, that's you, the first person. <laughs> and yeah, I literally, I'm like, it's my little special time of the year. Um, okay. The last one that I have on the list, chicharrones. Oh uh, man, I guess it depends. I, 
listen, I'm going to just be honest. I don't need any of like the bad thing. I don't need any of these things like often, but I do enjoy them. Um, Chicharron. I like it. Maybe I'll, yeah, that's a a, a dank only because it's such a traditional Mexican thing. And um, if it's done right too, it can taste If it's, yes. So there's this, um, this uh grocer in uh, my mom's neighborhood that's been in the he's been around for like 30 plus years he used to he used to be in one location in on north avenue nurshell and then he opened up like a bigger place um in my mom's neighborhood and he makes you know like um catered Ronda food or, no actually it's called um uh, um we, supermercado. We, we, you literally used to go to viva grande right there on like huguenot you know, yeah, yeah. I, I love that place. Sorry. Anyway. Yeah, my, yeah. My mom goes there a lot too, so she that's where she gets her her groceries from. But uh, no, this place called Supermercado Hernandez. He, like literally, everyone knows him. They don't even call it Supermercado Hernandez. They call it uh, Sergio's because his name is Sergio. Um, he his food is amazing. He makes like carnitas, like to die for. Um, but yeah, so the chicharron. My mom. I probably the first the last time i had it was like two years ago yeah it's not something you can really have all the time i mean and no it's not saying, good for you. saying that it's keto friendly doesn't mean you should eat it all the time i mean oh like, no the, the there's bags, no fuck keto the bags of the chicharrones sure there's technically no carbohydrates in there but um you know it is pork fat you know i mean so you gotta yeah. kind of limit it a little bit like exactly the last time i really had good chicharron was like i made a uh, braised pork belly. I use Gordon Ramsay's kind of recipe where I had a actual like square of pork belly that I got from a butcher and mm-hmm. I cut diamonds in the skin on top and put some fennel seeds with mm-hmm. flaky salt in, in the diamonds. And then in the pan that I actually, um, braised it in was like white wine, chicken broth and like fennel, like real fennel. Mm-hmm. And so it tasted great. And then as it was finishing, um, everything was submerged for like three hours except the top of the skin. So I took okay. hot boiling oil and uh-huh, and, you like, and it blistered right. and made like chichonines as like a top layer. Yes. Again, I literally have eaten this once in the past four years because you cannot eat that all the time. No. Like, it is so fucking good when you do like it, that's like, it, it is, yeah. Like and I think that's that's the problem that a lot of people struggle with is when you have something that good, you have to know when to like not have it that's like the that's the hardest mm-hmm. part because look you're not saying any of this stuff is tastes bad that's not the point it's just like even i struggle with yeah. it too where i'm like we we like we only have we have certain meals that we can only have like once every two months you know absolutely everyone every now and then look life's too short you know enjoy the food you know right. but again th- that's why they're so good because you, you you know you can look forward to it like oh i haven't had this in forever this is amazing and then you go back to regular life and eating what you're supposed to eat and then you know when the opportunity arises again have it again or have some try something else that's new you know but that's why they're so good because they're little delicacies that you can eat it it takes away from how special and delicious they are if you have it all the the fucking time exactly you eat it all the time yeah have that same effect you know like like britney makes this dish that we we can't eat all the time but it's basically she takes like rigatoni and mm-hmm. spicy Italian like sa- sausage and browns mm-hmm. the sausage, makes a red sauce with the sausage and then puts like fresh mozzarella in it and bakes the whole thing. It's basically like a baked kind of ziti with the hot oh, yeah. sausage. And it's so fucking good, but we can't have that once a week. You know, like, no. it's like we, we make it maybe once every like two months, maybe. And right, it's, like, right. it's usually like a Sunday meal and 
you know, we yeah, have leftovers for sure. the next like four days. You know, it's not like yeah. you don't eat the whole fucking Pyrex, which I totally could. But, um, <laughs> but that's, yeah. uh, that's a problem. So, all right, before we start like winding down and stuff like that, I have this little game at the end that I play with every single person that's been on. So we'll do that. But before Let's that, do it. Um, before that, you know, you want to plug anything. I know you got a program that's online for sale. Anything you want to plug yourself to so your Instagram. Sure. I'm, I'm going to put sure. all of your, I'm going to put your links to your Instagram and like your website, if you want for the program, whatever, uh, in all the links on Spotify and Apple podcasts and Instagram. And you guys, if you want to find Jess while you're listening to this, it's uh, her Instagram is at underscore the Jessica Lopez. Right. Yes. That's nice it. and easy. Nice and easy. You make it. That's some people. I really gotta. Some people. You can tell. I'll be. I'll be on the podcast and I'll be like, oh, I'll. Just, I'll. You know, I'll put the username in the description. <laughs> I'm like, if I say that, no one's gonna. No one's gonna be able to find it. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah. So go ahead. Before we finish out, the floor is yours. Just you know, plug whatever the hell you want. Plug yourself. The world. Okay. Whatever. So um, yeah. So you know, Chris already you know mentioned my Instagram. Um, my name is spelled very typically double double S. Uh, Z on the Lopez. Um, and yeah, I have, I do have a booty program out right now. It is a three month program. It's 50 bucks. The link is in my bio and uh, it is a full body program, but it's emphasizing the glutes period. There's a whole huge portion on nutrition, a lot of guidance. I've included my email in there and obviously I'm very accessible through my Instagram as well. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's, pretty much it i am available for one-on-one training for anyone that is in the new york city area um reach out yes yeah. it, it is dump truck season people all right it is absolutely all right men women anybody all right you gotta yes. you gotta gotta emphasize you make sure give your belt a, a break over there to hold your pants up you know you need something, yeah. <laughs> something to keep it up um oh christ dump truck season all right um <laughs> <laughs> the fuck do i say these things okay um so the last thing that I do on this show that I've been doing, you remember from high school, uh, mm-hmm. fuck, Mary kill, right? Oh yes. So we're going to do that, but with food. So Ooh, it could be yes. a, it could be an ingredient. It can be a meal. It can be a drink. It can be a spice, anything you want. But one thing that is just like a, like a dirty one night stand where you're like, you like one bloodshot eye and you're just like, I can't do that again. But in two months, I'm definitely going to do that again. You know, like one thing that's like a, a fuck and then like a marry something you would wife up and eat every fucking day if you could and then one okay. thing that you would throw out and then burn and know that you were erasing it from existence like one thing you'd happily kill like a food and it can be, <laughs> again this can be a spice a meal a drink whatever you want hmm let's see okay i've got some uh, very interesting answers and i'm curious i'm curious to, <laughs> to hear hmm. uh fuck would probably be a homemade New York City like super like amazing bagel mm. with homemade cream cheese and locks. Oh my god, the locks. I yes, had toasted. A, oh my god, with a like a crunchy crust with a pillow. Crunchy inside. on the outside with oh, the out pillowy on the inside. I, I make my own locks. Oh. oh yes, I know. I've been wanting to to do the same. I just haven't been able to get my like myself to Costco to buy like a big portion of salmon. You gotta you gotta buy a pretty big portion. That's the annoying part. Yeah, but when I you know. need to, let me know. I got a really good recipe for you. And I don't yes, do, please. I use a lot of salt, but I don't use a lot of a lot of people when they make like gravlocks do 
half and half like sugar and salt. I don't do that. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, salt so all the way. I do mainly salt with like maybe a little sugar if you want. God, I could eat salt. it by the pound. I oh. literally do. That's my problem is I'm literally like at night, I turned my snacking into finding like pretzels and stuff. When I have that in the fridge, I just like slice like a bunch of slices and just like, you know. Just it's, hack at it. So mm-hmm. Oh yeah, so, so good. So uh, Mary. That was fuck. Mary. Oof. This is tough. Um... Wow, I guess I would say um, a well-balanced meal of like steak fajitas Oof. with rice. That's yeah, that's like a good. I could eat that every day. A good like it's, peppered steak or like a steak fajita with like good white rice cooked right. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like perfect. Like the and the way yeah. you cook rice is very important, people. All right. Oh yeah. Like the way that my wife has literally perfected it. And is, you know, you got to do the right amount of oil and salt before it cooks. You know, you got to make sure you boil it properly. We actually started making it in the instant pot, not on the mm-hmm. right setting. There's just, we just do it based on time and it comes yeah. out literally perfect every single time. It's basically like a rice cooker without using the mm-hmm. rice function, but yeah, exactly. a, steak, a steak fajita with some rice, man, with the juices dripping on top of the rice. Like, fuck yeah. Hell yeah. It's oh. just so sad. I, I literally do eat it almost every day. Oh, uh, it's the easiest meal prep. It's nutritious. It's delicious. It's perfect. It fits my macros. Um, it's, easy to, it's easy to make. Hell yeah. Like, you know, hell yeah. It's not a complicated dish to make. Oh, exactly. God, that's good. this is why I hate this fucking part of the show because it gets me so hungry. And it's literally <laughs> the night where I have to like, well, I got to make lunch for the next day. I got to make coffee. <laughs> I got to like, I got to wind down and go to bed. And I'm just thinking, now yeah. I'm going to be thinking about like locks and steak and just like, <laughs> Well, fortunately for me, I have to double up on meals because I have not reached my uh, my macros for the day. Ah, all right. Well, you're, that's good. You're diving into the kitchen. <laughs> mm-hmm. I am going straight to the kitchen. I am starving. Um, so the uh, the well anticipated kill. Kill. So kill would be like uh, like something that I can't that I don't like, or something that's so fucking good I just gotta do it once and done. <sighs> I mean, usually, well, I mean, it's really up to you. Usually it's something that people hate, you know, hate. And, okay. And, yeah. And would never want to do it again. But like, if you want to go the route of like, no, I have to, no. like, you know, I have to like murder this because otherwise it's just, it's, it's not going to work. Trouble. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So something I can't fucking stand. This is a very hard question for me because I eat anything. I'm like a fucking <laughs> uh, goat or something. I literally don't there's not much out there that i'm not willing to eat like i've eaten cow brains before um yeah, that's like i mean those can be delicious so that's like you know i did it i did it an ode to the walking dead once wow. um i yeah i was at the bayou in mount vernon and they used to do um walking dead night on really sundays yeah the so they would literally yeah at the bayou every How sunday they would sh- fuck did i not know about this really they would shut the music out and they would like streamed the fucking show Ugh. and this guy would put, come around with cow brains for free so i fucking had to try it <laughs> um can't believe i didn't know about that <laughs> i know i mean they're still running but i don't know if they're they're no longer doing that you know, yeah, know. um all right let's see something i really just don't like um i guess i just recently tried duck ah, and okay. No gracias. Yeah, it's, nope. it's a very. I mean, no, I, I love no. duck, but I do realize it is a very weird meat. It, it all right. It's it's very gamey. All right, so it's Ugh. very like you know, it's it's yes. the same thing as oh, like, it's the same thing as like venison. Like venison is a very acquired taste. Yeah. For people. 
So that that I understand. I mean, that's like you know, duck is not for everybody. I made Brittany eat it once, and she almost cried because yeah, no, it's just like duck. I know it's it was that, and it's just like it just sounded good, and I mean the 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 I I don't I'm not a duck eating I don't eat ducks so I don't know what what is good or whatever I mean but this place does the food perfect everything and I've never had a bad dish there I just the duck was just not for me the, the skin was so thick yeah that's I mean when the skin's too thick and not crispy enough that's the that's, uh, that be, yeah that it was be an issue if it had been crispy I would have probably been all right with it but it was not crispy Usually, it was I like very cheap get like a pecking duck at like a Chinese restaurant and because mm. the Chinese usually prepare it like that, it, the skin is not that thick, but it's like super crunchy, like crunchy. Mm, okay. And the meat is usually cooked all the way through and like really well. Yeah. You know, because if you go to some French restaurants, if you get like the just the duck fillets, that could be great mm-hmm. for some people. But if you're not used to eating that, it can kind right. of be a little like weird. You're kind of like, this is, I don't know how to feel. Yeah, no, it was just not for me. My friend didn't like it either. And we're like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh. Hey, you know that's it. That's uh, don't worry. You'll I won't force you to eat anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Every everything else, it's a uh, game on. But no. Oh, man. So this has been this has been so awesome. You were my first guest, human guest on the show. Yes. Full when, circle. Uh, I, tried have, I tried to have this kind of nice mic set up, but uh, it wasn't working that day. So we ended up having to share yeah. this like stupid little fucking microphone in my living room. And, I remember. Uh, that was yeah. That was episode two or three or something that was literally and it's amazing it's been yeah. almost two years and uh things are things are different for both of us. absolutely upgraded seriously upgraded for sure life leveled up you know? absolutely <laughs> absolutely a little oh god all right so guys i'm gonna link all of Jess's shit in the instagram post and spotify and you can find her on instagram at underscore the jessica lopez um just thank you so fucking much for no thank you for having me tuesday night to to come and all good what what is time anyway what is tuesday (laughs) time is is literally meaningless so we all exactly learn to to know but um exactly i'm gonna stop the recording in a second um guys uh check out the next episode i'm not 100 percent sure who i'm gonna have as usual but i promise you it'll be interesting um and follow Jess for anything you need. Feel free to send her a DM if you're interested. If you're in the New York City area, especially looking for training or advice. Absolutely. Anything, you know. And uh, yeah, stay classy and I'll see you guys on the next episode.